Right. Would you like to count us down on this uh, special Halloween episode of Attempted Topics? At night. Five. Yeah. <laughs> Five. Four. Three. Two. You know what? I might do a, uh, a Halloween. I might do a Halloween medley to start this episode. Halloween sing along. Go for it. Happy Halloween, 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 Happy Halloween, Halloween, Happy Halloween, 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 it's almost time, kids. The clock is ticking. Be in front of your TV sets for the horizon. Mm. So far, we got one song from the first three movies now. <laughs> Bear with us as we have a quick jam session for the greatest hits of the Halloween franchise. Just strolling down a memory <laughs> lane. I gotta give love to the zombie remakes. Yes. <laughs> we'll slow we'll slow it down a little Never bit. Reaching the end. We got we got DJ Rims here playing the greatest hits of the Never Halloween franchise. I'm waiting for that one song. <laughs> Such a good song. This is the first time we recorded at night in a while. I know, I'm surprised it's working. <laughs> Don't say that. Oh. <laughs> I remember Rob Zombie once actually like kind of promoted them as a real band yeah i love how i love the songs that made specifically for a movie i mean they really good Alright, and um, 
A uh, greatest hits of the Halloween franchise will not be complete without the Halloween theme. No, it would not. This version of the theme was missing in the new one. Did you notice that? No. They kind of like slowed it down. theme I actually really liked. Yeah. It was like a uh, like a revamped version of the original theme. Yeah, I like that too. I like the White Horse also. I do too. We'll be here all night. Yeah. If I play all my favorite songs from the Halloween three intro, like it, it's a lot of it's like a lot of just beeping, but it's really cool. yeah. Um, Halloween, so Michael Myers theme is like randomly has like electric guitars going through it because it was the mid nineties. <laughs> oh yeah, <clears throat> not the best um, one. Yeah. Um, four, five, and Resurrection actually had a good theme. Um, Rob Zombie remake actually had a good Halloween theme. Halloween 2, mm-hmm. the original one, was strange. It sounded like way different from the original one. I can't really remember it. Anyway, welcome to episode 38 of Attempted Topics. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Steven. And uh, we will be discussing the newly released. Uh, Halloween Kills. Brand new. Uh, from uh, 2021. We we literally just got back home from movie <laughs> theater like less than an hour ago. Um, this is the first time we've actually done this. And uh, we actually yeah. don't have... I don't have notes or anything. Me neither. And we don't have the plot line. <laughs> I don't even think the plot synopsis is available right now. So... Try. Yeah, on IMDB it says you have the option to add a synopsis, but <laughs> but um yeah. We'll uh go through we'll, it the bit. Be- yeah, we'll just go through the movie and see what happens. Um might get some details wrong and um yeah, but um so Right now, uh, Rotten Tomatoes has this at 48%. Um, that is just from the, uh, the critic point of view. Yeah, I saw some letterbox reviews too, and I was like, very confused. <laughs> the, the, the audience score is at um, 84% right now. So critics have it at 54, audiences have it at, or, uh, sorry. Critics have it at 48, audiences have it at uh, 84. But they just flipped it. Yeah, they just flipped the numbers. But um, it could change, you know. Um, and I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure it will. 
Seven point mm-hmm. two out of ten on IMDb, but it only has uh, fifteen hundred votes, and it's so just a bunch of random people giving it ten out of ten, and yeah, before the movie even comes out. Mm-hmm. So, um, like I said, these are our initial reactions. So they are our raw, unfiltered opinions. They are. Um, that are subject, subject. <laughs> subject yeah, to change. About... Yeah, because I'll be the first to admit, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 is my second favorite in this franchise. Mm-hmm. And the first time I saw that movie in theaters, I did not like it. <clears throat> I went home depressed. I spent all summer excited for that movie. <laughs> I, I got home. Or I went to see it in the movie theater. It was not good upon first viewing. I went home depressed and um, went back to see it a few days later. And See, I remember I liked that even the first time. I remember shaking my head when Michael Myers was uh, stabbing the nurse and he was like screaming. Mm-hmm. I remember shaking my head when they showed him in the barn without the mask talking to his mother. And now we love all of it. Yeah. There was a risk, and I think it was a risk well paid off. <laughs> a lot of people do not. It was. Um, so, first impressions on Halloween Kills would be that I think like less than an hour after getting home, right now, I think it is my third favorite in the franchise. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying not to not to let the I guess the, the high of just seeing it. Yeah. Kind of, and kind of, for me I had it at my fourth favorite. Okay. So and obviously the original would be one for both of us. Yeah. And then like I said Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 Mm-hmm. So, so, so take my rating for um, what you will, because I know a lot of Halloween fans don't like Zombies Halloween Two, and here I am saying it's the second best in the franchise, and then I'm I'm saying Halloween Kills will probably be my third favorite. Yeah, I put we have the same first and second one. I just said Rob Zombie's first one would be better than Halloween Kills, but I'm not a hundred percent sure yet. <clears throat> I would probably definitely say it's better than Rob Zombie's Halloween. But um yeah. The um trying to think of like any anything that I would want to say about like plot-wise and everything. So <clears throat> we are going to spoil like yeah, the there'll, probably, there'll be a lot of spoilers in here said so Heads so up. if you if you haven't seen the movie, um, you know. go to the theaters or peacock it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then come back. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it 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 lives up to the title Halloween Kills. This is probably the most brutal Michael Myers. 
Mm-hmm. And, like, the only competitions would probably be... Um, Rob Zombie. Probably. Halloween 2. Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Yeah. Um, the, curse, the Curse of Michael Myers might be a little bit more... Or might be there in the list of those brutal Michael Myers, but I think this is... Um, I think this is the most brutal we've we've seen him. Um, yeah, we'll get to it, but I, I'm I'm very torn on the ending. Me too. And I understand why they killed who they killed, because it kind of had to be that way. <laughs> Some of them I did not want them to die. Yeah, now, this and, movie and that, actually fixed what I felt about Halloween 2018, where I felt like a lot of the characters were flat. I didn't really care about them. Mm-hmm. This one, the ones that lived, I thought they were they fixed basically everybody that lived in the last one. Yeah. One, I the, the new characters and the returning characters. I all I liked all of them for the most part. So, I want to I want to say, like almost right off the bat, that I think, um, she wants to go this way, and I don't like I don't. I, I listened to an inter- in, to an interview, and she recently said that she would love to do it. But Andy Matichek, who plays Allison Strode, sticks to, mm-hmm. and, and not sticks just to horror movies, but like she keeps taking on horror movies i think Mm -hmm. she could be she could be like a modern day uh, jamie lee curtis yeah in the in the sense of like this kind of mainstream actress because i I think she i'm sure she could do more than just horror i've only seen her in a few things it would be like this mainstream actress uh, kind of sticking to to horror movies and I don't know I, like I, I just feel like she's I watched the 2018 one earlier today before I went to see this and she's probably her and Jamie Lee Curtis and James Jude Courtney who plays uh, Michael Myers are the mm-hmm. three best the three best things in the movie yeah and it's probably the same thing with Halloween Kills. I mean, I don't want to say Jamie Lee Curtis is the best thing in Halloween Kills because she doesn't really do much. Yeah, surprisingly enough, it was almost like what Halloween 2 should have been. That's what I thought too, because she she doesn't do much because she just suffered like this horrific attack. Yeah. And but there's a bunch of characters like around her and mm-hmm. like a bunch of characters involved can kind of um take the attention off of Laurie Strode. So like like Laurie yeah. Strode can Laurie Strode can rest and recover. <laughs> we but we still have a plot of characters that we care about, like Allison mm-hmm. and uh Tommy Doyle and you know. Yeah. Kind of keep the story moving. I like that um, she kind of had to come to terms and realize that Michael really didn't care about her. 
and he still doesn't, and he's not targeting her. You said she did come to terms with that? She, like, kind of had to. By the end of the movie. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'm just forgetting it, but I don't really think there was a scene of her. Like, I, I know that she was told that, but I would have liked yeah. to get, like, oh, I wasted my whole life thinking this guy was coming for me. Yeah. Or at least she was, at least she was told and she was made aware that this is kind of the case. Like he doesn't, he's going to do whatever he wants. Yeah. Um, I am happy that we wiped our hands of the whole Dr. Sartain story. Yeah. (laughs) I, earlier today, I looked up the actor who played, uh, Dr. Sartain. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, I mean, he did a good job for playing Doctor Sartain, but it's just I don't, yeah. I just don't like, I just don't like the character. Yeah, like, I, I looked him up, to make sure that he wasn't in this movie because <laughs> I was, I was like, yeah, I, I uh, do not want Doctor Sartain in this thing. And if he is, I have to mentally prepare. <laughs> I don't want to go back to Smith's Grove. We might do in the next one, considering we'll be back to 78 in this one. But, like, I don't <laughs> want to go back to Smith's Grove and see, like, Dr. Sartain taking over for Dr. Loomis and yeah, there being, like, a 30-year-old Michael Myers that Dr. Sartain is, like, trying to do and everything. Um... Now, I've really, really loved the flashbacks. I was going to say, I don't really want to go through the plot beat for beat because mm-hmm. I, feel like we'll ju- I feel like we'll just forget a lot of things. Yeah. So This is could... kind of like a review episode more than anything else. Yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of like what we did with um, Detroit Become Human where we just kind of yeah, like we're not gonna go through the plot beat for beat like we normally do. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we we could start with um the flashback because that is where the movie starts. If you want to go yeah. there, I thought everything was done probably the best way that it's ever been done in these movies, besides the original Halloween one and two, where everything feels like. Like, you could watch Halloween, and then you could actually put the flashbacks on, and it still feel like the same atmosphere and the same movie. I mean, you'll notice the difference with, like, the camera quality and all that, because 1979 to 2021, but... You were... Like, say I worked for... Like, say I was Jason Blummer's, like, whoever, at a studio or something, and you were, like... Like, you came to me... And we're like, hey, I want to remake Halloween. That that that's probably what I'll be looking for. Yeah, like Rob Zombies was good for what it was. That that was a different era where we were getting more movie remakes like that. Yeah, but it's like I I would almost would almost want to go back to 1978. Just like reboot it there, mm-hmm. because there's a there's a lot of things that are 
um, wrong with slasher movies to the point where they can't exist in modern days because like cell phones are such a prominent thing now. So yeah. It's like, so it's like in Halloween 2018, um, they needed to find a way to get Allison, Allison's phone away from her because she's she's she has to kind of go missing. Yeah, because she's she's a senior in high school, so they were looking for a way to get her phone away from <laughs> her. And Cameron throws it in a bowl of pudding, bowl. pudding or whatever, <laughs> or whatever that was. So, yeah, if like it's even the mask and forget, I don't know, know the guy's name off the top of my head. Um, his name is uh, Aaron Armstrong. I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. He he played Michael Myers in 1978. Like in this movie, oh, he played okay. had a different actor play present day Michael Myers. And they had a, a like James Jude Courtney played present day Michael. This guy Aaron Armstrong played younger flashback, Michael. Flashback Michael. Yeah. Um, I do like going back there. Uh, like even even like the way it, it's lit and it's shot, like it looks straight from that first movie. Yeah. And it kind of it kind of makes me frustrated even more with the 2018 movie because this is the same director and uh, the same writers who did that movie. They're mm-hmm. showing us, they're showing us that they could do like, that atmosphere of the original movie. So why didn't you do it? There? Yeah, they should have did it in the first one. <clears throat> but, um, it's almost like I want to say it. Um, kind of are no longer attached to that first movie now. Mm-hmm. It, um, so like the aesthetic and the lighting, this movie can forgive it because it's not as attached to the first movie as this one, or as yeah. the previous one. <clears throat> so, like. Like for example, you're not telling me you're making a sequel to like Halloween Five or something where everything's off like off the wall and you could <laughs> do whatever you want with this thorn and whatever. Yeah. Tell me you're making you're making a sequel to that movie from 1978. So why do you have hardly any of that atmosphere from that movie? Yeah, I agree. With this movie, like Halloween Kills, the world feels more, uh, more lived in. Characters mm-hmm. feel, um, or, um, I want to describe Washed it. Out. Yeah, <clears throat> and like so they have more of a personality this time. Yeah, and and even if you're, because I mean, I guess it is kind of. Like, we had less time to get to know, like, Allison Strode and everybody. So, like, it, it's like, yeah. now we know them. Like, the first movie was introducing them. Now it's like, okay, we know them. And they know what they're doing, and they know what they have to do. 
Mm-hmm. But, um, so, how did you um, how did you feel about going back to the Myers house in the flashback? I liked all of it. Everything felt exactly the same. They even had the window broke exactly how it broke. Like all, I've paid attention to all the details like that too. <clears throat> the dead dog. Yeah. I do like the idea of Michael Myers killing and then going home. Mm-hmm. Because in the original movie, the last shot of the movie is the Myers house. Yeah. Because like, he, dis- he falls off the balcony, disappears, and then they show different spots around town. Mm-hmm. The, the, last sh- the last shot they show is the Myers house. Yeah. So... I do like that. And it's um, so much better in comparison to the house and like every other movie. Like, I don't know if it's impossible to get, it's not obviously not impossible to get the same or make it look as close as possible. Cause this one looks exactly the same, but like Halloween five, for example, and then Halloween six. Yeah. Like there's the no way those houses are the same. Yeah, that, um... Even in Rob Zombies 1 and 2, it's different because it's kind of, it's very close, kind of, but it's, like, in the country in part 2, and it wasn't in the first one. And if, if you notice, in the first movie, the first Rob Zombie movie, they broke the balcony. And it was fixed. <laughs> in the second movie, it was fixed. Yeah. <clears throat> um... I like the idea of, um, well, I mean, I'm kind of torn on it because they kind of hinted at Michael being a supernatural being in this movie, which I don't like. Um, But I like the idea of this, like, I think he would have been 21 or something like that. Like this Mm -hmm. 21 year, this 21 year old on this killing spree with like, any hints that he's supernatural. Yeah. Like, it's like he's in the sheets and the clothesline and then he's gone. Yeah. Like they hint that he's supernatural, but he's probably not. So And they kinda hinted at it again on this one. So like the idea of this guy just being surrounded by cops and him being like, Yeah, this is it. Mm-hmm. Um Glad you you caught the line better than I did. Which one? Because they, because I I cringed in the in the movie theater when we were back oh. in seventy when we were in seventy eight, and the cop says something like, "I knew Michael Myers when he was young. He used to the wings off butterflies or something like that." Mm-hmm. But you caught it and said that was a rumor. So, yeah, I feel like I think he said something about. When he hung out with him, all he ever did was stare out of his sister's window. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to... With this Michael Myers, I don't want to learn that he was just, like, this weird, deranged kid. Yeah. That was for the Rob Zombie movies, so... Yeah. You could leave it there. Um, <clears throat> and even get uh, Dr. Loomis in this movie. Yeah. 
and it's it's enough to where I could be impressed with this Dr. Loomis, but he like kept off the screen enough to where I don't I don't have to be like got this lousy replacement to play this iconic character. Yeah, I thought they did well with that. Because they could have easily just brought that guy in and be like, hey, you're going to play Dr. Loomis and you're going to be in like half the movie. <laughs> they just showed <laughs> him very briefly. Mm-hmm. And I like the, uh, the shot of Michael surrounded by the cops. Um, and it's it does that shot from the opening scene of the original movie. Mm-hmm. Michael's standing outside of the, the house and the camera zooms out. So I don't know if you know this, but it's called a I think it's called a tableau shot. So <laughs> in the original movie, when Michael is standing outside of the house and his parents are just standing there with him. Yeah. And really? people are like or like, why would you act like that when your son just walked out with a knife or whatever? The idea behind that shot is that it, um... It's, Isn't it where, like, everything freezes around you? Yeah. That's, yeah. You, you explained it better than I would. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much a picture. Yeah. Everyone has to be froze, and unfortunately um, his parents chose to Move during the tableau shot. Yeah. And I think his mom puts his hands in her pocket, puts her hands in her pockets or something like that. Yeah, she does. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, it ruined the tableau shot. Now it's like people, people get the false perception that, <laughs> that was, that was their true reaction to it. When in reality, it was just like a freeze frame. And then you zoom out yeah. Myers, the Myers house. So they do that same shot as Michael as a 21-year-old being surrounded by the police. Um, we later find out in the movie there was more after that. Uh-huh. And Michael was to his knees and pushed down and his mask was ripped off and Dr. Loomis was going to shoot him in the head. And he was about to get be executed. And uh, Officer Hawkins ended up stopping Dr. Loomis from shooting him. Um, I didn't catch what he said. Did did Hawkins say um, something about what he could picture was that Michael was somebody's kid? Oh, yeah, that he didn't. He still saw him technically as a human. And he still saw him as somebody's baby, so he didn't think he deserved to be executed, even though he killed people. I was hoping I heard that wrong, but yeah, because um, he was a new cop at this time, so he was. They even they basically because you know how he accidentally shot his partner, so you know he's like a brand new cop. Yeah. So he doesn't have the same like, I guess the other cops they didn't care. If he was executed because he killed people, mm-hmm. 
So they were more hardened. They've probably seen more than he did. And since he was new, I guess he just had that mindset to where, oh, he doesn't deserve to be executed. Because all life is precious. He he wasn't quoting, yet. Quoting um, Morgan from The Walking Dead. <laughs> he 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 wasn't yet a crook a crooked cop, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um, pretty much right after that, he becomes crooked because one of his <laughs> one of his uh, partners is like going to change the story and say that this cop accidentally shot himself in the neck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if uh I feel like he was more so forced to lie about that. Yeah, probably. Because I feel like everybody would have sided with the actual crooked cop and he would have been he would have been charged or whatever. Yeah. Like we're just going to um say we're cool <laughs> and he shot himself by accident. Um So I think that's all I got on the flashback. Um, I mean, we could probably jump back to it if we need to, because we're not going in order or anything. Yeah. Um, what did you think about this opening? The flashback or just the um, opening credits? No. Yeah, the opening credits. I like them. They still fell I... through to the first one. I liked the 2018 one a lot. How they, like, the pumpkin, the original pumpkin from the first one was, like, brought back. Mm-hmm. It was like rotted, but it was like reverse. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to spend a lot of time on it just because it's the opening credits. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. One, two, like the original one and two, and then 2018, and then this new one open with like this zoom in on a pumpkin. And I'm, I'm sure anyone that's listening has seen yeah. what we're talking about. Um, I thought this was the worst one out of the four. Um, <coughs> Like I, I, I just would have zoomed in on one pumpkin that was on fire. I wouldn't have. Oh yeah, there was multiple. Like, I think they only did that because it's like mob mentality of this movie. Yeah. Because that is a um, a uh, like kind of a theme of this movie is that you know, like the mob is trying to, this, like this. Uh, what's the word like? The, um... the citizen, a bunch of citizens, come together to form a mob to attack and kill Michael Myers. <clears throat> it's almost like Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> that was the the vibe that I got from it too. I, I do like that. Um, yeah. Um, where's I gonna go after that? Um. So. We so so here, here's where I was gonna go. Um, it's almost like modern. Uh, I mean, it does take place in modern times, but it it's dealing with a similar issue. Like, I I guess it's a social commentary thing, which I know mm-hmm. kind of kind of will scare people away. But it's like the. This this mob that is trying to kill Michael Myers pretty much says that the cops didn't do their job, yeah, and and they failed the town of Haddonfield again. And it's almost like what we dealt with last year, mm-hmm. going on going on with like the um 
Black Lives Matter riot, not riots, but protests. And I don't want to mm-hmm. get into I don't want to get into all that, but it's, yeah, it, it seems like a commentary on um on stuff like that. like a bunch of people coming together because a a system is failing them. Yeah. I don't know if they did that intentionally because this movie was written in 2019 and shot in 2019. Mm-hmm. It happened to be uh, yeah, so. like months prior to happened in 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it probably wasn't um, written because of that. I know I've seen stuff in movies where it's been written because of that. Yeah. Um, I am... Speaking of like modern issues, and then we can get off of this topic. I'm I'm worried about Halloween ends because David Gordon Green came out and said that they they've finished writing the script for Halloween ends. Uh-huh. They rewrote it because of the year gap that they had to take because of the pandemic pushing everything back and. Halloween ends is supposed to take place in the year it's released, so that'll be 2022. Oh, okay. So there will be a four-year gap between uh, Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. And So I wonder if maybe they'll do something like he disappeared. Kind of like Rob Zombie's movies where they just don't know where he's at. I don't. I don't mind the time jump for one thing. Mm-hmm. No, but issue is like this. Michael Myers doesn't seem to be that attached to to the to the day of Halloween. Yeah. So, because like they happen to be transferring him on October thirtieth in nineteen seventy eight, and then he escapes. In twenty eighteen, they happen to be transferring him on October October thirtieth. He escapes. <laughs> like it's just you know it's a plot convenience. Yeah. Um. Like nowhere is it said that on Halloween night he returns. Like that's just how it happens. Yeah. So, Laura even said something like that in the movie. Yeah, I think her. I think the last line in the one of the last lines in the movie is that. Oh, I forget exactly what she says, but something about he could return tomorrow. He could return next Halloween. Yeah. So, so first off, I don't want to see Michael Myers return on uh, April tenth. I don't want that, which I don't think they're going to do. Um, but the other thing that worries me about what David Gordon Green said is he said it takes place in a post-pandemic world, so. In in this timeline, like all of this stuff happened in 2018, yeah. And then, and the pandemic happened in 2020, and then two years later, we're supposed to, <laughs> like like Michael Myers survived the pandemic, even though he's elderly and at risk. And, <laughs> he got vaccinated, and, re- and returns to kill in uh, 2022. Yeah. We'll get there when we get there, I guess. I don't mind the time jump either, because we don't want all three movies to take place on the same night. 
think they were supposed to. I just have a hard time believing that this Michael Myers would be so focused on terrorizing the town of Haddonfield every Halloween, or like not every yeah. Halloween, but like um a they they did hint <clears throat> so they kind of hinted at the beginning of the movie, and I don't know if they hinted or it's just me overthinking it. But they 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 kind of make it seem like Michael Myers is just angrier than he's ever been now because, like, he almost died. So uh-huh. He just creates this, like, line of carnage straight toward his house. Yeah. And... Maybe that's the idea that like um, he's just so angry now because like at the end of 2018 Lori and Karen and Allison tricked him and almost burnt him him alive. Yeah. Maybe now he's so mad at the town of Haddonfield because they almost shot him dead in the middle of the street. Uh Uh-huh. No. It's kind of sad because I feel like that ending was the ending we got in this movie almost. Or the almost ending we got was like perfect. I was like, oh yeah, we still need to make a third movie. Yeah, that's that's the vibe I got too. Because it was like, so we could kind of talk about this scene now. But, um, there's a scene where there's they they show another patient that happened to escape with Michael. Yeah, he was just out doing his own thing, and he was the other one they didn't catch. Yeah. Um. First off, did you catch the? Um, it's it's not even really an Easter egg, but that's what I'm going to call it. And this, so this patient. That they didn't catch ends up kind of hijacking a car, and that song he's playing it's like Figaro or whatever. Yeah, that is um the in in the intro of 2018. There's one of the patients is screaming those lyrics in the um. like courtyard thing. Did you did you notice that? No. So it's like maybe that's what they listen to, Smith's Grove. <laughs> maybe, but <clears throat> that was just something I noticed. And he he decided to put it on <laughs> when yeah. he jacked the car. But um, where was I going? We, we were talking about this patient. So the the mob like kind of it's pretty much is pretty much they don't know what Michael Myers looks like so they're just killing anybody with a Smith's Grove name on their shirt. So, yeah. so as we know from 2018 Michael ditched the Smith's Grove wardrobe and yeah. put on a jumpsuit. Yeah, he stole it from the gas station, right? Yeah. But this guy did not. So he happens to show up at the hospital where this angry mob is at. And they're like, oh, this must be Michael Myers. In reality, he just got in a car wreck and was like, needed help. Yeah. So, 
I know a couple people said it wasn't him. Yeah, yeah, like, like I think uh, Karen kind of realizes it wasn't him. I know um, Lee Brackett knew yeah. it wasn't him. Um, yeah, they end up, they, they pretty much corner this poor patient, which, I mean, he could have been a murderer for all I know, because he wasn't Smith's Grove, so maybe he's not innocent as it seems. Yeah. But they pretty much corner him and, and drive him to commit suicide by jumping off of the six-story window or whatever. And mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's Sheriff Brackett says, like, he's like Michael Myers is turning us into monsters or something to that effect. Yeah. And I like that. I really like that aspect of it because it's like, we're really trying to kill this guy who's terrorizing our town, but like, we're also killing people. (laughs) Yeah. It's like that angry mob in Halloween four who happens to shoot up the wrong guy. Yeah. Speaking of, yeah, I, got, I better. I got the callback to how, not really a callback to Halloween Four, but I I got the vibes a little bit. It's funny because I was just about to say I better not hear anybody say that is an Easter egg <laughs> Halloween Four because it is it's, not. It's it's just the plot of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't really think they paid homage to Halloween Four by doing that. Yeah. Um. So after they drive this person to kill themselves. Um, like, they come together. They settle down. <laughs> yeah, they... Um, they get a bunch of members of the town to pretty much gang up on Michael Myers and kill him. And, like, they, they shoot him in the chest. They, like, beat him with a bat. Then, as Sheriff Brackett is about to shoot Michael in the head, execute him. He gets the strength. I mean, he, I should say he remembers that there's still another movie to make, so... <clears throat> like, oh, crap. <laughs> he, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm supposed to live for another movie, so he throws the knife at Sheriff Brackett and kills him, and then he kills literally everybody. <laughs> they all ran out like, of bullets every- by then. Now, yeah. that part... I wasn't the biggest fan of. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like I said right after the movie ended that that should have been the ending. Yeah. Of, of Halloween ends, like, because because it creates like a redemption arc for the town who has been like turning on each other now because of this. A lot of the characters that were there, kind of like face up to what they went through for 40 years like you know Sheriff Brackett because he killed Annie 40 years ago and Tommy because he was never able he's never able to really um, get over the fact that he almost died very similar to Lori only you know if Lori was there she would have died too but not quite as Psychotic as Paul Rudd's Tommy Doyle from Halloween Six. Yeah. <laughs> um. What did you think about all of the original characters returning? Because it Marion Chambers, who 
eyes for the second time in this franchise. I was um, happy to see a lot of them come back and see all the familiar faces and characters. Get Lindsay Wallace, who <clears throat> I, I kind of wish had a bigger role. Yeah, I'm glad she lived. Yeah, she's the only um, one that lived, isn't she? Out of all the people that returned. Um, yeah, I think. Brackett died. Tommy Doyle died. Marion Chambers died. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. It was. It. It was. It was cool to have them all back, and I. I like. Like you said, it. She. Tommy Doyle is almost like Laurie Strode because. He goes up on stage on Halloween night, and like the only thing he could talk about is like, let's all pay respects to the people that died forty years ago when yeah. Michael Myers attacked. Now the only difference is Lori was more. We actually see it, and we have to see the results of the way they're different because Lori was more strategic mm-hmm. with her um obsession over Michael. And Tommy just kind of acted out on his first thoughts, like, "Oh, we need to do this. Let's um, let's do this and see what happens." And we see Lori lived because she was strategic, and then Tommy ended up dying because he was like acting out on a whim. Yeah, I like that because that's the only way I could justify killing him. <laughs> yeah, the, because like. He's the one who immediately is like, this guy has Smith's Grove on his on his shirt, and he must be Michael Myers. Yeah. Yeah, Tommy doesn't really think of... He's almost the replacement Loomis again. Mm-hmm. But even Dr. Loomis was more strategic, too. Yeah. But it's like everybody that survives an encounter with Michael ends up obsessed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. Yeah, I I like that because even even with Allison, um, I mean, granted he did kill her father, but like she she spent like an hour with him or something. Yeah, the car through the car ride and then at uh Laurie's house, and then she's like with the idea of like helping Cameron and uh mm-hmm. and Lonnie uh, like went down and kill Michael Myers. Yeah. I forgot about Lonnie who makes a makes a return. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> he didn't really have much of a uh part in the first one, just a little scene. Yeah. Um Go in. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I because like they do show young Tommy Doyle having an encounter with Michael Myers, which I accidentally found that out like a year and a half ago. The picture got leaked of this little boy who happened to have that red coat like Lonnie. Yeah. And, and uh, Michael Myers with the 78 mask. So I, I knew that was going to be in there for a while. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know. You don't know how it's going to play out or anything. Yeah. Um, 
I do like I think he when when Michael's like standing over Lonnie, he says something like <clears throat> that he won't pick on Tommy Doyle anymore or something. Mm-hmm. If he if like he survives this encounter. It's like it's like one of those things where like oh I'll do anything to survive this like I won't but like when but like when you're that young you're like I I won't I won't bully Tommy Doyle anymore <laughs> yeah and then we find out that they were actually friends which um I think Tommy Doyle mentions when he's uh, paying tribute to the victims from the yeah. original movie I think they had to do that too because. I don't know if the general audience is going to remember Lindsay or I can't remember the other woman's name. What's her name? Uh, Marion Chambers. Yeah. The doctor. And they showed the little flashbacks. Yeah. Like they showed Annie. Yeah. I, I Did you notice that Annie flashback was from Halloween too? Yeah. I thought that was... Which they can technically use that scene because that's how it would have played out regardless. Yeah, because a bracket says at one point, like we like my daughter was killed and I wasn't there when uh when Michael was caught and if I if I was there he would be dead. Yeah, because he was finding her. Um, yeah, I noticed that too. I don't want people to start thinking, ooh, the second movie counts too, because it doesn't. It was just, that's how it would have worked anyways, and we needed archive footage, and this is what we have, so we're going to use it. Because she obviously can't come back and play Teenage Andy, or Annie. <laughs> I like, um... I forget what I was going to say. I was, I was about to say it, and then I got sidetracked, and... <clears throat> Um, I don't know. It's not important. Um, but I, another thing I was going to say is I I saw an interview with David Gordon Green, and this guy was like, says something to the the effect of I think how I think I can I can create a scenario where Halloween Two is still canon. Mm-hmm. And the line that they say in 2018 was they, they say like something wasn't that wasn't Michael Myers Laurie's brother. And yeah. Al- Allison says, no, it's just something people made up. So if you think about it that way, when they say that Michael and Laurie are brother and sister in Halloween 2, it was just a made-up scenario. And like it wasn't yeah. actually real. It wasn't actually real, and they just made it up. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think it's canon, because... Yeah, they kind of ruined all senses of it being canon. With this movie, because they show him being captured. Yeah. Um. So, what do you think of um, like Marion Chambers' death and I forget the, the the two people with the doctor's costumes. Like one's a doctor, one's a nurse. I knew they had to die. <coughs> But I actually liked all three of them. Yeah. Well, at the time, I didn't know they were going to kill off everybody that returned except for Lindsay. So, 
I was like, oh, well, I guess her dying makes the most sense. Yeah, the the idea of, like, feeling that no one is safe, I really like that idea. Yeah. Because, because it's like anyone can die at any moment, and then at the end of the movie, they actually kind of... Do that. Like, like really make you feel that way. Yeah. Um, I do want to say, um, when Michael Myers kills these three and puts the silver shamrock masks on their faces. Yeah. He was doing those kids a favor. Because the giveaway was about to happen. <laughs> yeah. And if you notice on the masks, the they have, yeah. they have, they have those chips on them. Yeah, I noticed that too. So a piece of Stonehenge is in that mask, and they're about to have their heads turned into bugs. When I think I was... I'd much rather <laughs> I'd much rather encounter Michael Myers and die that way. Now, when I was watching Halloween three the other day, I I don't know why I always thought the chips. The bugs came out of the chips. No, the chips made bugs come out of your head. And then I saw the snakes coming out of the kid's mouth. Oh, I never sad. noticed that either. Yeah, and he was like, they're kind of still alive while that's going on for a bit. So that's awful. <laughs> so it's like you're just sitting there and then you have bugs and creatures coming out of you and you can't stop it. <laughs> I thought it was just um, I thought the, the bugs and stuff just came from the chip too. The things you see when you have a 4K TV and because <laughs> I never noticed them the snakes were coming out of his mouth or they were coming out of the mask. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah I love that. Where else can we go in this in this movie to talk about. <clears throat> um, there was a kill near the Strode residence uh, where Michael kills that um, that couple in like that rundown house, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. With the, with the drone. Yeah, um, oh. <laughs> the, kills, that one was... the kills in this movie were a lot. Very, they're very brutal. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And most the, of them don't die right away. That's why I got the vibe because he, like in the first movie, he kind of plays with people, especially mm-hmm. Laurie at the end of that movie, where he's kind of like setting up these traps. Yeah. And then in in 2018, he's like playing with the teeth and dropping it into the bathroom stall. Mm-hmm. Then in this movie, he'll like you but still be alive and he makes it last longer so he 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 breaks the the tube light stabs this woman in the neck and just like stares into her soul and makes her watch um her husband get stabbed repeatedly yeah and and pinned to the um counter with knives yeah, the, the the only thing I can, the only reason I can, <clears throat> the only way I can make sense of that is that he just, it's kind of like when he kills Bob and he just like stares at Bob. Yeah. It's like, yeah, he like, 
kind of wonder what would happen if I did this. And yeah. It's like, oh, this is this is fun. Let me do it again. <laughs> yeah. Um, trying to think, where else do we go? We talked about Marion Chambers and the two I like versus how, dying. I like how they redeemed Cameron. Yeah, because he kind of just disappears in the last movie. Yeah, and he's the one that found Hawkins and saved yeah, his I, life. I like how they brought back Hawkins. Don't like how Jamie Lee Curtis spoiled that they brought back Hawkins like two weeks ago on Instagram. Yeah, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> now, the I did notice when she thought that Michael was dead, she was able to resume her life and admit to her feelings for him. But the second she found out that Michael was still alive, her obsession came right back. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't notice that, but that's, uh, like she was finally able to relax after 40 years and just be normal for a minute. And it's like, oh, he's still alive. Um, how do you feel about Karen? She's, she's much better in this one. Yeah. Than she was, (laughs) than she was in the last one. Um, I didn't, it's, I just, I, I almost felt like... felt like she was blaming Lori at first. Mm-hmm. So like she brought us to her house and my husband died. So I was like, oh, okay. But she doesn't really act on that throughout the whole movie. She just says something like that to the cop. And then the one that's piecing together her story and Allison's story to figure out what happened. Yeah. Um, I felt like she was very miscast in the first movie. I, I don't know who they could have got to play that role. Mm-hmm. I, just thought, I just thought she was the wrong, the wrong actress to do it. Yeah, I think she did better in this movie. I even like the scene, because like, you were texting me earlier about how you don't like Ray. Yeah. But like, as an audience, we don't really like Ray. But like that was her husband, yeah. And it's like, yeah, even though we didn't like Ray, that you know, I get it. <laughs> so she had she has this good scene where she's like washing her hands of blood, and like she sees her wedding ring on her hand, yeah. And she just goes in the room and just like loses it, mm-hmm. and then comes out and is like, I still have a daughter that I have to be strong for because, like, I lost my husband, but my daughter lost. Her father. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she she's very good in those scenes. Um, yeah, I just don't know if her character was written different or if she... Maybe she was doing something different. But she was a lot better in this one than she was in the last one. Yeah. And <laughs> even... Even toward the end of the movie when... She, when Allison is about to get killed, she rips Michael's mask off. Or I'm sorry, um, Allison is telling Michael like, "Do it," and then, and then Karen shows up and <clears throat> stabs Michael with a pitchfork. And it's like, first off, just keep going. Like, don't just, yeah, don't stop. Just, 
don't stab him once and then kick him in the head and then be done with it. Like keep going. But uh, like she takes his mask off and then like ends up kind of blurring him into the the um the the mob. Yeah. The big trap. Um and even like in, in those scenes, like it's it's just so much better than like anything she did in the last movie. Yeah, definitely. Um Yeah, where where else can we go with this movie? Um mm-hmm. I'm glad they kept Michael away from the hospital. Yeah. Um, because we've seen that twice already. Yeah, we don't need it again. Um, j- just like we've seen, um, we've seen Michael Myers get burnt before. Yeah. <laughs> he's, been, he's been burnt to death three times. Yeah, he only had light burns this time. Yeah, because he was able um, to hide in that um, hide in that little. I guess it was like a closet or something. Mm-hmm. I guess he hid in there when she was putting all the trap doors down. Yeah. Because we don't even um, see him at the end of the other movie. Do you get the Do you get the vibe that this movie makes the 2018 movie better? Yeah. Just, I, I even even when I like left the theater with the 2018 movie, it was like, yeah, this there's just something missing here. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it is, but yeah, this one makes just, it better. It feels very incomplete, and I like. I think it's just because we went back to 1978, maybe, and maybe that's why this movie feels more complete. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's because we get like Tommy Doyle and Lindsay and Sheriff Brackett back. Yeah. But I can I can live with the flaws of the 2018 movie, knowing that the movie was after it. Yeah, I really want to watch them back to back. I want to do that too. <clears throat> Maybe one day leading up to Halloween, I'm going to watch like the the trilogy up to mm-hmm. up to the end of Halloween Kills. Um, yeah, I. I just re- really wish this was this was the end. Unfortunately, <laughs> and uh, like when I say that, it's like this is my favorite franchise ever. Like I know people get this way with um, like Star Wars and like the Marvel movies, and yeah, I don't know whatever your franchise favorite franchise might be. Like this is my favorite franchise. And on one hand, I'm like, I want more movies. On the yeah. other hand, the other hand, I'm like, I don't want to end up back in the same place we were with getting Halloween, the curse of Michael Myers or Halloween Resurrection, you know? Yeah. Like we don't... I don't think Halloween ends could be like that. The only reason I'm worried is just because I don't know where we would go from here. Yeah. I mean, I have ideas. So, 
I mean, what what happens at the end of this movie is that, um, like we said, Michael survives the mob, and he shows. Back. I, wish, I just wish okay. maybe they could have killed him, or they thought they killed him, and they leave, or most of them leave, and maybe like Sheriff Brackett and like two other people stay behind to like dispose of the body, and the ones that leave they leave with Tommy and they kind of just go their own way and then and then we get the those three dying instead of him attacking and killing the whole mob yeah cuz like imagine well, if cuz that way you he... get you get like the sad death with it being sheriff bracket because oh he survived 40 years he survived all this just to die and then the other two random people die too, so you still get that. Like, imagine if they like actually went through with like the execution, shot him in the head. Yeah. And then he still lived. Mm-hmm. Like I I I mean, I don't know if that's kind of hitting. I mean he he was shot in the chest a bunch of times by this mob and then yeah, beaten, but it's like I would almost like just go through with the execution and have him shot in the head, and then like like he's like your scenario where he just kills a few of them. Yeah, and then shows They're up back at the Myers house. He shows up back at the Myers house and kills uh, Karen. No, I don't know how he got in there. I'm assuming he used the back door. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Because everybody else was on the front porch. And they were... First off, like, Allison's boyfriend was just killed, and they just sit her on the front porch. Hmm. I'm assuming he was taken out since. (laughs) Because they show him hanging off of the steps still. Oh, okay. Um... But yeah, I... She's about to get up and go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how they're gonna they're gonna have to show some type of aftermath because Karen died. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna have to they're gonna have to show it either at the beginning or at some point in the next movie. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about um was gonna, the um Paris house being lived in? Yeah, that's all right. I mean, I guess after after what happened in 1978, where he went back to that house and was arrested there, I feel like it would only make sense to either have the house torn down or have someone crazy enough to have bought, have bought the house to live in. Well, you see, they use the story... Throughout, yes, people. I wouldn't, um, Big John and Little John. (laughs) (laughs) So, before we get to them, um, I don't think that house would have been able to stay vacant. Um, Mm -mm. because somebody would have trashed it by now and it would have gotten to points where it was like it would have had to be torn down because we saw them. 
throwing stuff at it and Halloween too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Big John and Little John are a um a couple who now live in the Myers house, <laughs> and um they are hilarious. Yeah, they're the <laughs> they're the um comedic relief in the movie. They're what Ray should have been. <laughs> yeah. So there's a scene where they know somebody's in the house and they know it's an adult and like they're aware <laughs> that they live they live in the Myers house so they know something's up. And they go looking through the house and I don't know if it's Big John or Little John. It's one of the Johns. It just start, startles himself in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're 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 the comedic relief, but it's like, I mean, it it is a little bit over the top because I don't think that's like the reality to where you would scare yourself in the mirror like that in a no. funny way. <laughs> I mean, I didn't I didn't really mind it. It's it's better than no, because we had comedic relief with Annie in the first one. Yeah, and it's it's better than I got peanut butter on my penis. Yeah. <laughs> Because I did not laugh at that. <laughs> no, um, it's it's just the fact that no one, no one uses the word penis in like just normal, <laughs> normal language. Yeah, you would say, "I got it on my balls" or something. But yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, no, I know what. what do you think they're going to bring anybody else back for the last one? If there's anybody else to bring back? Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's anybody to bring back anymore. Um, Sheriff Brackett's dead. I mean, they could bring back Lindsay. Yeah. Um, that would probably be the only one I could think of that they could bring back. As long as they don't kill her. I mean, for the last movie, I'd I'd be fine with killing her, I guess. <clears throat> um, and I know a lot of people still want to see Daniel Harris come back. Into the I do movie. not, I do not. I guess that's basically what that debate was about. Like, um, would you want to see her? Because I know she wanted to come back, and people wanted to see her back. No, I don't. Um, I saw people trying to come up with different scenarios on how they can bring her back, and I did not like any of the scenarios people suggested. But I like Daniel Harris, and I feel like she's an important part in the Halloween movies. And I know she was offended that they erased her from this timeline. Yeah. I guess they can... If they really wanted to, they can bring her in and just have her play a different character again. Or after Halloween ends, why don't they just do another thing where they erase Halloween 6 and do a sequel to Halloween 5 and just go with the Thorn storyline again and have her come back and do the movie she wanted to do? I mean... Can you imagine if they did that? I don't know. I I I don't want to go down that route to making <laughs> random sequels to random yeah. Halloween movies. Um, and I don't think they would do technically, it. Technically, they brought her back for Rob Zombie's movies. 
so that yeah, but, but she think... was an she was an adult and she looked yeah. different than she did when she was in Halloween Five. And it's like that's in a way that's good enough because they did bring her back for other Michael Myers movies. But I still would like to see her again. It, they won't do it, but this is an idea I have where they could do. You know how Marvel has that show called What If? Yeah. And it's it just plays out like random scenarios that could happen in the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Maybe they could do something like that with Halloween. I mean, I, I, I doubt they would because I, I don't think they would have the budget to do anything like that. Yeah. It would be cool if they could do something like a episode miniseries or something of like what if like what if what if Halloween four was a sequel to Halloween three? Yeah. And like what if um you could come up with a sequel to Halloween five now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like like I don't know. Yeah. They'll never do it. No, They'll never do it, but you know. I guess even if they brought her in for a cameo role, like just to be a character that gets killed. I just, I don't know. I, I, I just don't really want her back. <laughs> <laughs> as bad as it sounds, because she did, she was good in Halloween 4 and 5, and she was good in Rob Zombie's movies, but it's like, your character was um, written off and uh-huh. like you're not like you're you're dead in the Rob Zombie movies and that franchise is no longer going anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard it's hard to say for me. Because I don't know how they would do it, but I would like to see her in another Michael Myers movie. But it doesn't really yeah. have to happen. Because she's still set with the four yeah. that she's in. Yeah. I don't know. I, Might as well bring, like, I got to, let's bring back Tina. I, no. No. <laughs> I got I got tired of seeing Daniel Harris campaign to be in one of these movies. And same with uh Brian Andrews who played Tommy Doyle in the original. I got oh, tired I of seeing I didn't uh, know he I didn't know he campaigned for it. Yeah. Like I, I got so tired of seeing them campaign to be in these Halloween movies that now I just don't want to see him in the Halloween movies. Yeah. Um, Brian Andrews, I think is his name who played Tommy Doyle in the original. He was a part, allegedly was a part of the official Halloween message board and was like real creepy with women on that website. Mm. And like I, I don't know. I, I guess I he they replaced him, or they just didn't want to bring him back. Set? Did they just like replace him because of that, or they just didn't want to bring him back and decided this actor would be a better Tommy than him? I mean, it's probably all of the above, because um, his way of trying to get into the Halloween franchise was to complain about what they were doing. So it's like Halloween 2018 was garbage. You need to put me in Halloween kills. And it's like, that's not how, that's not, that's not how you do it. <laughs> I was kind of worried about this movie and the way where 
I know it takes place in the same night as the first one, or Halloween 2018. So I was worried how they were going to do that. And basically they just did, while, while this was going on, we were here at the bar with these characters. So we just saw other people's perspectives of the same night. And then they all came together later on. So I like that. You would, you would think it would be a, a November <laughs> 1st, though, because Lori goes through surgery and they have to, like, the ambulance has to pick up Hawkins. Well, they did say Halloween is over. Yeah. Not one point in the movie. So I, I guess it did bleed into November 1st. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just one of those scenarios where people don't consider it the next day until they wake up. Yeah. So it's like, it could be 4 a.m. on November 1st, but. We haven't, been asleep. we haven't been to sleep yet, so it's still Halloween. Yeah. Um, trying to think of any other things we could discuss. Uh, so, I mean, it's it's kind of nitpicking because he's great, and what they did with the last movie was great. But I was kind of disappointed in the score for this movie. Um. Mm-hmm. There were like like the Halloween theme over the opening credits was kind of lackluster, mm-hmm. and um, there was no like score that stood out to me like the shape hunts Allison from the first movie. Yeah, you know that song. I can't think of it. I'll play a snippet of it. It's when uh, she when when Allison sees Oscar on the fence. Oh, okay. Like, that sound with the electric guitars is, like, haunting. Mm-hmm. And that's the sound that appears when Michael shows up from around the corner. But, um... Yeah, there, there were no... At least on the first watch, and I mean, there might be a song that I just didn't didn't pick up catch the first time but <clears throat> yeah i there was no song like that that stood out on in this movie but i mean they nailed the score cuz i think they went back when we were in 1978 in this movie they used the score from the first movie oh, i didn't even I thought, notice that and i thought that was a nice touch like and i think it's the shape Doc's Lori or something like that. Mm. Like the none. It's it's the same from the original, I believe. Mm. Yeah, I didn't catch that. Um what did you think of the way Michael Myers looks in this movie? I was fine with it. I think the mask might have should have could have been a little more burnt or something. But I think he looked fine. There there's something about masks that Michael Myers has where I like when the movie lets them get dirty. Mm-hmm. Well the damage. Because like Halloween four through eight it was brand new white mask every movie. Yeah. And then Rob Zombie was like, well, it would make sense that this mask was in the floorboards for 
15 years, so obviously it would rot. So, what do we? And it's like, oh, Michael Myers was homeless and he lived in the woods. So, so the mask is going to rot away more. It would rot away and it would turn brown. So, mm-hmm. like, so I mean, they're obviously like not aging like actual latex wood, but. Yeah. Um, it it's probably one of my favorite masks. I actually I think I actually like it more than the 2018 mask. Uh-huh. The 2018 mask, I and I mean I guess it goes for this one too. It it looks like it's um like has wrinkles. Yeah. Which I thought was cool because like Michael Myers is an old man now. Uh-huh. And it almost has wrinkles like a human would. It's hard to believe he's an old man. <laughs> yeah, it's like when he's very strong. It's like he's literally being shot in the chest and getting beat up, and he's just standing up. Yeah. Like, well, I am curious to see the alternate ending. Yeah, well, I, I do want to say, like, our our mom is like same age as Michael Myers and (laughs) (laughs) like if you bump into her the wrong way she's going down (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) um yeah so uh before we saw this movie I, I, I told you that I saw online that David Gordon Green has said this is uh this is breaking news on attempted topics if you haven't uh oh if you don't know, um, they they're apparently releasing extended version of Halloween Kills with Blu-ray, and it will include an alternate ending that was cut from the film. So, yeah, I'm interested in what they could have done. Yeah, too. It almost feels like could have just killed Michael Myers in the street and executed him <laughs> and then you could have ended the movie. Yeah. Um I'm reading this real time once again, so give me if I slip up. Okay. It says in an interview with Collider, David Gordon Green discusses his upcoming Halloween kills uh and the struggles of creating a second to last chapter. In particular, getting the ending right, which, like we said, we're kind of split on. So, do you understand that? Yeah, not a hundred percent. He reveals <laughs> that when the blue when the Blu-ray releases, it will feature an extended cut of the film with an ending that takes things in a slightly different direction. The alternate ending came because Green didn't totally know where Halloween ends was going to begin. After figuring out that beginning, however, it became clear. The extended ending wasn't feeling right. It was axed. Uh-huh. Um, says, oh, here's the full quote that I, I'm going to read real quick. Quote, <clears throat> this is the director's cut through and through. There's an additional scene that we filmed that was scripted, saying that the movie that was released is the director's cut. So this is his version. Actually, I think it's a pretty brilliant scene. So we're going to do an extended version on the DVD or Blu-ray. Um, <laughs> just so I'll people can 
Yeah. Just so people can see an extended ending. It's different and cool. We ended up lifting it when I became more confident of where we were going to pick up the next movie. It felt it didn't feel authentic to where we were going to go, so we lifted it. I think it was cool in its own right as as watching a one-off movie, knowing where we're going to... Yeah. I wish I'd mess up. <laughs> knowing where we're going to exactly where we're going to pick up, which which you'll know in a year, wasn't the right look in the eye that we needed to give the audience. Mm. So, so when are they filming the next movie? Um, you would you you would probably assume soon. Yeah. Um. I know they shot this movie. Cause it's supposed to come out next year. Yeah, they shot this movie in like. I think it was September, October. They shot 2018 in like January. Mm. So, I mean, they, I mean, it's not unheard of to shoot a movie in like January, February, March, and then release yeah. in October. So, yeah. You could do it, but, um, yeah. I, you would assume they would get the ball moving moving pretty quickly. Yeah. Especially because I um obviously I, I think this is going to be successful cuz this the the showing we went to was uh, was pretty full. Mhm. Which is weird. Um I mean not weird but like during a pandemic. It's, yeah. Uh, rare to come by. So, um, I've got a horror movie that brings everybody out of their homes. Yeah. Um, not really sure if I have anything else to talk about in this episode. Um, ooh, ooh. yeah, I don't, I don't think. Yeah, it's um definitely going up on the top. Like as of right now, it's definitely up there in my King of the Halloween franchise. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like a fun slasher movie too. It has cool death scenes, and that's why I think critics aren't liking it as much as they did the last movie because yeah. critics have been known to be more harsh on like slasher films. Uh huh. Like we've talked about slasher films in the past on this on this podcast, like Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. Yeah, we think that we think is a good movie, but it's like seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes just because it's a slasher movie. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. But it had good references to the original, and it continues the story perfectly. The flashbacks are all done good. Yeah, it's. It's probably what I wanted from 2018, but in this yeah, movie. Um, yeah, right from the beginning, I was shocked. everything. <laughs> like it, it, it's weird because David Gordon Green said that he wanted to go back and do something with the 1978 movie, and John Carpenter was like, "You don't need to. You don't need to do that. Do your own thing." Mm-hmm. 
And it's like he got the confidence he kinda, to he go. both. He took he went back and did his own thing with it and it still matched up really well. Yeah. And he caught I mean, the I, essence. John Carpenter might have told him not to do it because he wanted to go back and change the ending. He wanted yeah. to have he wanted to have Michael Myers kill Dr. Loomis and then Laurie shot him off the balcony or some something like that. Oh. Or Sheriff Brackett shot him off the balcony or something. And it's like, you don't have to do that. No. Because like what what he did in this is just an extension of nineteen seventy eight. It's not like he went back and changed anything. Yeah. But, um Um, we don't we don't have to do recommendations this episode. Um, no, we just recommend that everybody <coughs> go to the theater to see this if you can. If not, stream it on Peacock. Yeah. They offer free trials, I believe. Yeah, that's <laughs> cool. Um, I think I'm not hundred percent sure. I know all the other streaming services do. So if you don't have Peacock, might as well just. Get a free trial and watch it. Yeah, they have other horror um, movies on there too. Their their lineup on for for they're calling it Peacocktober. <laughs> <laughs> like they have, uh, I think most of the fr- of the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movies, Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, they got a lot on there. Universal monsters. Um, scary yeah. stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so that's why I'm, I'm gonna recommend peacock for your <laughs> yeah and so if you halloween kills <laughs> <laughs> which, which which you can watch halloween kills on peacock <laughs> so there you go they go hand in hand um <laughs> um yeah i think that's um much all I got. We're actually, I think we're actually planning on watching this again on Saturday night. Um, mm. I think Jesse Jesse asked in the group chat if we if we wanted to watch it on Saturday. Oh, <laughs> she does have two kids, so I'm not sure how well that viewing will go. So yeah. maybe it'll drop. Maybe it'll drop to last on my rankings after that experience. <laughs> all you'll think of is children <laughs> yelling <laughs> when you watch that yeah. movie. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Um. If uh, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, um, because this is the first time we've actually watched, like we've we've watched a movie and then an hour later turned around and did an episode on it. So, um, without notes. Yeah. So if this is your first time listening, uh, we encourage you to. Stick around because uh, next week we will be doing a uh, a franchise ranking. And uh, what is that franchise we're ranking? Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, um, you would. We're trying, we would... To... <laughs> we're trying to make Jason relevant because he's never going to get another movie ever again. Yeah, it's something. I mean, the video game was good. Yeah. My number one in the ranking <laughs> the video game. Yeah, you would assume we would have done Child's Play since that's when we can come back or Scream. But Scream, you could just do a ranking real easily. They're in order. 
No, you can't. No, I would flip three and four, but yeah. <laughs> I'd say one, four, two, three. <laughs> say one, two, four, three. <laughs> but um, but yeah, next week we'll rank Friday the 13th franchise. Um, also, if you want to watch every Halloween film, except for The Curse of Michael Myers, they... <laughs> Mm-hmm. They are um and <laughs> twenty eighteen. They're all on uh AMC plus the subscription service. That, um, I can't believe they did that to Halloween six. <laughs> I mean I can believe it, but <laughs> Yeah. Uh the only ones that aren't on there are six, uh twenty eighteen and the new one. And I wish they would have they would have renamed Halloween 2018 to something else, but... I don't know, yeah. We don't want another Halloween 2. No, I noticed on the Blu-ray releases they've been putting Halloween 40 years later. Yeah. Like on the, it's on the, the slip covers for the Halloween season. Mm. Yeah, because I like they did Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. They could have did... Halloween starts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Halloween, Halloween starts, Halloween kills, Halloween ends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm interested to see where the franchise, like where the next movie will go, because I think I, I was always under the impression that it should have been Allison's movie. So, yeah. I mean, and it still probably could be. Mm-hmm. But this one but, wasn't really Laurie's movie. That's what I'm worried about, because th- they're going to make this next one Laurie versus Michael. Like, instead of Allison being like, you killed my mom, so I'm going to kill you, it's going to be, you killed my you daughter, killed- yeah. so I'm going to kill you. Allison should get a TV series then. <laughs> I don't know what she should get, but just call a series Strode <laughs> for the lives of the Strode, the remaining Strode family. Some flashbacks of Jamie Lee Curtis training young Karen <laughs> to shoot a gun, <laughs> losing her husband and her children. Yeah. I like how I thought... husband, Bed Tramer. <laughs> I thought that um, they were going to reveal that. Uh, Hawkins was Karen's father. That would have been cool. Yeah. yeah. He said something about Ben Tramer, so maybe something happened. Ben Tramer's, ben, ben Tramer's the father. Maybe. Can't believe Michael Myers was Laurie Strode's father. Mm. <laughs> Alright, but I think that's all I got. Um, you could have... And you look like you're ready to fall asleep over there, so... Not really. Um, we'll have um, of the Halloween songs that I played <laughs> play us out in reverse order. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, go check out um, go check out Halloween Kills. It's very good. We recommend it. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow us on all of the social medias at Attempted Topics. Through there, you can find our personal social medias. Yeah, I got it.
until next time, trick or treat. Mm-hmm.